Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Let's go, let's go. What is going on? You are watching and listening to Tags Live, a.k.a. Talk About Gay Sex, the live edition. I am your host, Stevie, the OG Sex Positive Podcast, uh, alongside Cody Maurice Doggett. How the hell are you doing, Cody? Hello, darling. I'm doing wonderful. Oh, my God. It's almost Christmas. I'm starting to get the spirit. Yes, exactly. We are live tonight, as we always are on the vocal platform. Say hi to us. I see Bryce joining us live. Hi, Bryce. Bryce. And I know people are going to be trickling in. It's that time of year. It is our last episode of 2022 of Tags Live. Of Tags Live. Don't forget. Yeah, Tags Live. (laughs) We will be off. (laughs) Listener notice, we will be off next Wednesday December 28th, uh, recognizing just the holiday. We're just going to take a little break, but we're back in January with all new episodes. But So we are going to live this hour up with our last episode of Tags Live. We do have an episode of Tags Podcast coming out next Tuesday, so not to worry. Stay tuned for that. Okay, so much to get into on this episode 425. I am in the Bay Area having a great time of california yeah yeah my sister's tree is in the background i'm excited about that yep did you finally decorate cody um not quite okay it's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen i i'm (laughs) no it still could happen it could still i still have it could be a christmas miracle yeah okay i will we'll see (laughs) well today is you can bring it Santa can bring it. Today is the official first day of winter, December 21st. It is winter solstice. So that means that it is the shortest day of the year and the longest night. So it's all down here. It's all uphill from here. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) This is like the shortest day of all. So yeah, I know. Ooh, I know exactly. And All it's right. cold in New York, so oh my goodness. I bet, I bet. Well, we love it when you respond back or talk back to us. And on our Instagram page, at Tags Podcast, Raheem wanted to let us know when we recorded episode 424, our holiday episode with Lincoln, he says, I love you guys. Happy holidays. Thank you for all that you do. Well, thank you, Aww. Raheem. We appreciate Thanks, that. Raheem. Yeah, I will. I want to know where you listen from, Raheem. We always want to know where you listen from. That's very important to us. Johnny, who I believe lives in New York, one had said, thank you for all the shows this year. Glad we got the chance to share this the struggle of Lincoln's classes laughing out loud. Oh, he Ugh. takes Lincoln's class. Oh, yes. yes. Oh, exactly. Thank you, Johnny. So Johnny said he just wanted to comment on the $24 cocktail story that we were talking about in uh-huh. WeHo. Remember that one? For those of you <laughs> yes. who didn't catch it, there's a new bar that goes by the name Or O-R. And they have $24 cocktails, which we thought was a little pricey and a little yes. steep. Lincoln yeah. and Pizza, his fiance, thought, hey, listen, you know, if 
it is what it is yeah. in this climate. So he says he agrees you can buy a bottle with that money, but you can do most things at home for less money, particularly in New York. I guess you pay for the experience, friends, vibes, and to help your local bars out. Happy holidays, says Johnny. Thank you, Johnny. Happy and holidays, Johnny. See you yeah. in class. Absolutely. We will be taking Lincoln's class in the new year. Okay, we've got a lot to cover on this episode, including some really good news. We're going to start off on a good note. We are live, so comment in the comment section. We'll be reading comments throughout the hour. So we have to report on the dictionary, which makes trans-friendly updates to the words man and woman. Hmm. We're talking about the Cambridge Dictionary, which recently updated its entries for a man and a woman to include transgender people. Beautiful. The latest, yep, the latest, what were you going to say? I was going to say, what's that? What? Oh my God! I'll say it in a minute. Hold on. One okay. Second. All right. Let me get this out. Really <laughs> Let me get this mouthful out, and then I want to yes. hear from. So, a spokesperson for the Cambridge Dictionary told CNN actually that the updates went into effect in October, but the move seemed to go largely unnoticed until this particular week, when the dictionary expanded definition of woman garnered backlash from, of course, conservative commentators on social media and was subsequently covered by right-leaning media outlets. And while the Cambridge Dictionary's primary definition for woman remains an adult female human being, Mm. a second definition refers to an adult who lives and identifies as female, though may have been said to have a different sex at birth. Similarly, the British Reference Guide defines man as an adult male human being and also an adult who lives and identifies as male, though they may have been said to have a different sex at birth. These are really, what were you going to say, Cody? But I just think this is really breakthrough that we're having major things like the dictionary. And we've been reporting on other things that are really changing how legitimizing things that really do exist. Our acronym, and it's just in with all the hate towards our community going on right now. This is a a breath of fresh air. That yeah, you can't argue with that. Yeah, one hundred percent agree. And this is the Cambridge Dictionary. So this is the UK Dictionary. Correct. Okay, fabulous. So my joke was going to be J.K. Rowling. I know that she's turning, rolling over in her bed, tossing a turn. She ain't getting no sleep at tonight because she is not happy about this. But it's such a good thing because things like this matter. Things that go into our dictionaries, our tools of learning and out to the world, uh, they they really matter in, into getting people's mind wrapped around this. And I think that it, it's kind of like the Cambridge Dictionary saying to the people, the trans people aren't going anywhere. They're here, they're queer, and and we are staying. Gosh damn it. It's better than Bootylicious being in the dictionary because you know, <laughs> you know Bootylicious is in the dictionary, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. Which is great. I mean, I would rather have this than Bootylicious. I, I if they asked me, then I would definitely come up with some different words that should go with that's more sl- Yeah, that's slang and I don't even know if people really use Bootylicious anymore. It was like, oh, a, do they? <laughs> she, she called me old. <laughs> I just think that, you know, for me, really, it's, you know, there's a documentary that's coming out about the actual um, the religion. And it's going to be talking about the Bible and how this new documentary, which is starting in Palm Springs, I wish I could see it and go see it but it's essentially saying we got it all wrong that the the interpretation where people quote the bible today where Uh say that you know no homosexuality has been misinterpreted through latin language and actually the 1611 version of it never said those things it actually said between a man and an like a child like a boy that's what they condemn no one throughout in 1944 
the newer updated Bible is when they actually put homosexual in there. And that's when people started, but it was actually never stated. And these people do their research and it's going to be presented in this amazing new documentary. I'll post the oh, trailer on takespodcast.com. But to your point, to major things that we hold up, like the Cambridge Dictionary and the Bible, that really the right wing have utilize against mm -hmm. our community particularly recently these are just showing like uh-uh don't get it misinterpreted and we are doing our research and clapping back in a big way right. and i love that yeah yes. absolutely we are live so cody's in charge of reading some of the commentary back as i pull up some stories so let us know what you think bryce will... says that he's quite bootylicious and i said look i see people are still using it is my is my retort for you because all right all right i stand corrected <laughs> nice oh, okay also interesting i think this is good news pegging you know what pegging is oh it's traditionally when a person with a vagina dons mm -hmm. a strap on and okay. anally penetrates a person with a penis not sure you're going to find pegging in the cambridge dictionary maybe you could look that up no cody don't do I'm it go <laughs> i'm gonna look it up right now because you I look know up pegging <laughs> well there's a new study done by clips for sale do you know that site clips for sale cody no. they, yeah there it's they do a lot of fetish porn and essentially the way it works is somebody can post clips up there and then you purchase the clips and download them i've tried it before but typically they're not always apple at least the ones i've tried to download apple compatible mm -hmm. And I've been very blue balled and frustrated when I tried to download something that wouldn't play on my computer. Well, pegging is one of the greatest growth stories in internet history. And this is according, like I said, to Clips for Sale. Pegging has grown an average of 44% a year in each of the past five years. Clips for Sale claimed dubbing it 2023's Fetish of the Year. I like that we're already predicting sexcapades for the <laughs> new year. I'm all for this. This is juicy. So the site essentially explained that uh, this year, its popularity almost doubled with the growth, accelerating in the second half of the year to nearly double what it was in 2021. We expect that by the end of 2023, pegging will become as common as rimming. Wow. Oh, yes. Okay. I this thought is... we were going to say vaginal sex. I was about to <laughs> have a little bit of pushback. But... Yeah. <laughs> you know what I think this speaks to, just like the last story, is the changing evolution of our community, which is so exciting. But also the youth of culture today that are mm -hmm. really much more liberal and open-minded than people of a certain age, not all of us, because I'm a person of a certain age, and I, I say welcome it all in. But you know, the heteros of, of the millennial and Gen Z are much more open-minded. And I can think of, you know, I have a friend that he doesn't identify as gay or mm -hmm. anything really, but he is with a woman. He would like to be pegged. He spotted his own dildo. He really, he's been in, he's dated trans women before. Okay. And he would definitely fall into this category. He is a millennial. And I think it really speaks to the, the reason why numbers, I think, and I want to hear what you think, why it mm -hmm. could be on the rise, is because of a more open-minded than, say, and shifting times. And it's kind of a positive. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I think that there is a high contingent of, of straight men in general and black gay men in particular that I've seen in this new millennium that have yeah. are even more open about talking about enjoying some some anal pleasure back there. Uh, I have a little fizz. Do you know who Little Fizz is? I do not know. From B2K. I have a video that I want to send you of him because he's he was in the news oh, all too recently talking about how he likes to have be anally pleasured. So I think. Wow. Yeah. And I actually really attribute it to uh, 
having gay men out there and and the prostate and and having every all of our knowledge about the prostate and anal pleasure and everything that goes on back there out into the world and then really kind of taking that in and and saying let me give this a try and being sexually adventurous and like you said many more people in the new millennium that they have <clears throat> gay friends and things of that nature so i really think that it's as we become one lo- big community that all these things tend to be more prevalent, more accepted. And I think it's lovely. And I, I really agree with you on that. I do think let's give our community a pat on the back for pushing this forward, literally, because I think you're right. Disco dancing, club music all started yep. in the gay clubs, right? Mm-hmm. And then everybody kind of got wind of it. And then the streets started coming to the clubs and it's like the best thing why every man has a prostate or men born men have a prostate and Mm -hmm. it's very pleasurable and so cisgender men thank you for that Mm -hmm. and of course that's another example of why are we missing out but it's really gay men that figured it out back Mm -hmm. in back in the day and it's they're coming along now so i think it's a great trend and i'm here for it the more people understand the more acceptance i think will help some of this hatred coming out because and it's really i know there's a lot of hatred coming out with younger people in certain parts of our country and Mm -hmm. in europe where a lot of our listeners reside but there's also so much hope and i have to believe in the hope that you know, people have. What are people saying? I see oh, a whole, yeah. Bryce has something to say. Bryce has something to say. He says his only concern in this wonderful new love for trans bodies is he just wants trans people to be loved for who they are and not objectified, which I totally agree with. He's, he sees that because some gay men just want to have sex with a trans man's once in order to feel a vagina for the first time. Ah, good point. I, yeah, I definitely see his position on that. So Yeah. All right. All right. Again, you are listening to Tags Live, and this is episode 425. And we've got more hot topics coming your way, including if you want to have a naughty Christmas this year, like I do, I want to read you a press release of this thing I got. We've this next segment are different ways that you can enjoy a naughty Christmas. Oh. And this press release comes from Say Uncle Network. Say Uncle Network digs deep into all-star skinematic feature, I'll Be Whole for Christmas. Get it? <laughs> I'll Be Whole. All right. Say Uncle Network is proud to introduce its first ever all-star skinematic feature film aimed at discerning fans of gay erotic cinema, I'll Be Whole for Christmas. This yummy holiday treat, led by De- December's Say Uncle All-Star of the Month, Brody Kamen, goes all in on the spirit of the season, including festive tree trimming, ornament decorating, and cookie baking. Oh, it sounds lovely. This- <laughs> His stepson, played by Adrian Duval, is happy to help. Less enthusiastic is his stepson from a former relationship, Dakota Lavelle, who blew all of his money on gifts and is looking to make extra money cash with a sex tape. Can a step family, with the help of a handsome friend, played by Jacob Eloise, take the right steps to launch a financial success? Well, the feature film is set for a full release on Saturday, January 7th. I'll be whole for Christmas is available as a five-part series across its other St. Uncle networks. I'll post them on Tag's podcast, but part one and part two are now on brothercrush.com. Part three that comes out on December 17th and four on the 24th coming to familydick.com. And part five on the 29th, wrapping up the finale on Say Uncle All Stars. So check that out. I'll post this all on tagspodcast.com. If you also want to have a naughty Christmas this year, you got to check out Mr. We all know Mr. Mr. Mm-hmm. M-I-S-T-R is the online platform where you can get prep truvada essentially if you have insurance they will help you get it for free in fact i just switched insurance and i went on there because my new insurance that kicks in in the new year cody Mm -hmm. a little concerned that i might have to pay a little bit out of my pocket mr will if you have insurance will help you get it for free they can pretty much 
work with your insurance company to get it for free. That's and amazing. they are a wonderful thing. Well, they came out with a holiday song, which is really exciting. Mr. Partnered up with Willie, Willem, mm -hmm. Jackie Beat for a chillingly sexy music video. I watched this video twice. I know you did too. It's all yep. about promoting prep and telehealth platform mr known for providing prep and sexually transmitted infection testing partnered with rupaul's drag race willem and jackie beat to release a holiday music video that has us all ready and it's really good i watched it twice like i said it's some of the lyrics really caught my attention it's cold outside you're feeling randy too hard to hide your Christmas candy, so keep on the light. We're shameless tonight, hooking up in Mr. Wonderland. Wow. I need a friend who wants to blow me, and so I send a planet emoji. Plant emoji. And they show <laughs> the eggplant. Um, one of my favorites towards the end. Wow, was, a planet? Wow, that would be a great emoji if, if, if my right. represented my penis. <laughs> uh, they say at the end of it, we don't slut shame. It's a really fun video. I'll post the video on tagspodcast.com. What did you think of the video? And what do you think of the campaign? Because, Cody, I've noticed recently that prep on the subway in mm -hmm. New York City has a whole campaign going right now when you're just on the subway for basically to get on prep and how you can get onto it really quickly. Discovy is all over the site. What do you think of this video and getting the word out? Do you think it is really a part of Biden's goal to end HIV transmission? He has a goal and for 2030 mm -hmm. keeping us safe what is this all about and are you here for it oh i love it first i want to say willem's vocals were so good on this really song. Good. I, I was surprised and just pleasantly surprised by this because i Pop star like i was like this is really really great i i feel like jackie beats was more uh, auto-tune but Willems was actually really really good so I just wanted to get that out of the way but I think that this is so amazing Mr. We've reported on it on the show a couple times before Jeremy has said how great it is and I think it's a wonderful alternative for people to get their prep medication and I would be very excited if it was part of Joe, Joe Biden's plan to get uh, to lower the HIV infection rates by 2030. I think that would be amazing. The one thing I really noticed about this, and I think that it was part of Mr.'s uh, 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 advertising, yeah. yes, advertising mission was that there were so many, there was a high majority of models of color in this. And we have reported also that uh, gay men of color have... Uh, higher HIV infection rates, or they did have, but as of the last reporting, then I, so I think this is very smart on their part because it also shows that, uh, that they are, it also was, is known that they have take prep at a lesser rate. So I think it was really, really smart of Mr. to put men of color in this, uh, in this song, video, what have you. And I really think that uh, it really shows how desirable men of color can be in this oh. time. So I thought that was really amazing of them. Well, it's about the messaging, right? And, oh, yeah. And I think what part of the problem has been is, the like many things, it's a trickle down. And white people, white gay men, white people in the LGBT have gotten the messaging quicker. And it's trickled down. Oftentimes, many people of color... Um, can you still hear me okay? I think it kicked you out. It did, I know, and I don't know how to kick me back in. Uh, huh. Can you still hear me though okay? I can still hear you, yeah. Yeah, it just knocked me out. Um, I don't, uh, anyway, let me finish my point. Okay. That I think essentially that the messaging just doesn't get to people of color, and so that's why they, you know, it's a really good thing. Yeah, I totally, totally agree with you. If yeah. you click on that little gear at the bottom left-hand corner, it won't let you change oh, your thank audio, you. audio input. Yeah. Extra. 
audience. Uh, yes, thank you. How do I sound now? Oh, yeah, we are back in business. Thank you very much. We are live, and you know how live shows are. And, and I am not in my home. I'm not in my home studio, so as you all know, there can always be issues when you go on the road. But thank you very much, Cody, for figuring that out. That was my point, though. On that, it's a great music video, though. You got to check it out. And I do think the whole thing about Mister creating using the drag queens using hot sexy men people of color is so exciting, and it's a fun video. I'm just really happy about it and, and i think it's really great were you gonna say something cody nope i was just reading the comments over here mj is in the building he says he's listen he listens to the podcast every week and but his first time listening on vocal well welcome mj and bryce says that when prep was first introduced it was kept away from black men because they believe black men would somehow make prep not successful with preventing hiv because of perceived promiscuity so wow thank you for that tidbit of information wow it seems they have changed their uh, strategy and their mission because there's so many black men in this advertisement now so yeah yeah thank goodness for that again i'll post this on tagspodcast.com where you can always get show notes links to things that we mentioned on the show and it's really a portal to all things tags podcast including a way to get to if you want to support your favorite podcast i'm talking about text podcast <laughs> then you can support us by going to our patreon page and that's where you can grab a tier at really small amounts and you can do it monthly it really supports and keeps us going as we celebrate our sixth year coming up at wow. the end of at the beginning of February, that's right. Go to patreon.com forward slash tags podcast. That's right. Okay. And lastly, in this segment, I'm calling Naughty or Nice. <laughs> uh, next Wednesday, here in San Francisco, I'm going to, I mentioned it before, we had them on tags podcast as guests. Baloney. That's right. I'm going to yes. the Baloney show. Baloney is a male cabaret, sexy, fun of all shapes and sizes. They perform at the Oasis, the classic Oasis. Uh, in San Francisco that is owned by Darcy, Drag Queen Darcy, who I love. <clears throat> and they have the night before XXXmas Christmas, the night before their version of it on their website right now. So even if you can't make their New Year's Eve spectacle happening next week, and I'm talking about I'll be there Wednesday opening night on the 28th. They'll oh, wow. be there the 29th, New Year's Eve. And you can go to sfbaloney.com, sfbaloney.com, and watch the video night before XXXmas. It's really sexy and fun. You, Yeah. But if you are in San Francisco, try and get tickets because they are sold out. I will be there next Wednesday, the 28th. And you never know. They pick out people from the crowd sometimes to come on. I was picked out last time and yes, showed my were. ass. And it was fun. A lot of fun. Does that put you on the naughty list or the nice list? The naughty, of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm on the nice list because okay. I'm a good boy. But for the, for our show, we want to be on the naughty list. Absolutely. Okay, one night a week for one hour. Okay, two, hour, two hours a week, I'm on the naughty list, okay? Yes, exactly. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park
Okay, well, we've got to talk about RuPaul and RuPaul recently. RuPaul, RuPaul <laughs> recently was on a guest on one of the morning shows. I believe it was the Today Show. Don't quote me on that. Where he called out anti-LGBTQ and anti-drag hate. Which I'm glad you know everybody. He was on the Today Show last Friday, and. He basically said, quote, it's such a tragedy how our community has become so divided and it really breaks my heart. I pray for our country and the whole world, really, and I still believe in the power of love as this year conservative politicians and far-right extremists, as we all know, have targeted events where drag queens either had family-friendly performances or read to children in libraries. Some of them, as we all know, have been interrupted by armed members of the white supremacist groups, Patriot mm -hmm. Front, people like the Proud Boys, Republican lawmakers in conservative states have aimed legislation at drag queens. And it really took felt drag queen uh, on RuPaul's Drag Race, who I think you're familiar with, Nina yeah. West. Love her. Nina West says she's scared, but she won't stop drag story hour. Now, I have to admit to you, Cody, when we've been hearing a lot, I didn't even know drag queens were doing drag queen story hours. What? I didn't. I didn't. I mean, I didn't know, but I think it's a really cool thing. Yeah. When a lot of the hatred came out towards drag queens and calling them this trend that's been going on, calling drag queens groomers, yes. right? Mm -hmm. That they're we're grooming children, sexualizing what they do. At first, I have to admit, just to be really honest, as we always are on this show, I thought maybe in this period, Cody, hear me out, in this period, maybe I'm we listening. should refrain from doing Drag Queen Story Hour because of all the hatreds that's going around. Now, I have shifted, thanks mm -hmm. to Nina West, on my thought process because Nina West essentially says her drag is really for those members of our community that want to have families. Yeah. And many within our community that want to have families, children, that they want family-friendly entertainment that's oftentimes looks like them, right? Mm -hmm. So she's gone on to say that she understands that a lot of people in our community have not always been so accepting of Drag Queen Story. I like kind of the thought process I was thinking of. Yeah. And she wants to... she. Uh, really says a lot of her drag is inspired by Dolly Parton, the yeah. Muppets, and Disney, which she has actually worked with over the years. And she really wants members, particularly within our community, to actually think a little bit differently, pivot with your thought process like me. Yeah. To And it took Nina West and her this article to really have me think about it differently and like, absolutely. And you were saying, Cody, in our meeting the other day mm -hmm. that... It's not, I think somehow it got sexualized. And you know, we've all gone to a drag queen show where it's been sexy fun. I was at a really fun bar industry the other day and she was doing splits, the drag queen, and it was very hot and Britney Spearsing it all the way. Yeah. And it was sexy fun, but this is different. Yeah, completely. I think that when Drag Queen Story Hour happens, they dress more demurely. They're in gowns. I was watching We're Here, and Shangela actually did a Drag Queen Story Hour, and that got threats, and they had to cancel it. Well, they actually moved it. And yeah. she was dressed in, in a golden gown, and the kids were calling her a princess. And it was just so innocent, and it's just so... Uh, strange to me that these people can take something that's so innocent dealing with children and make it into this whole big thing about pedophilia. It just is mind blowing to me. And I, I, it incenses me really. I really kind of attribute the pushback uh, on how successful drag race has been all across the world. I mean, there are 11 about 11 drag races in 11 different countries franchises it's, yeah exactly there are it's one of mtv's highest watched shows highest rated shows and it's won so many any emmys emmy awards so i think that because it's so successful and it's so prevalent in the minds of the people out there in our society that this is the 
the easiest thing for them to come pick at because it's no matter how popular drag is, it'll never be mainstream, quote unquote. It's always be on the fringes because I mean it's basically a cisgender man dressing in at its at its very simplest because there are all kinds of drags and all types of drags are valid, but it is a cisgender man dressing in women's clothing, quote unquote. I take all of that very loosely. So I really think that it's it's that's why, because it's become so prevalent and the, it's so out there in the world. And I'm so happy that RuPaul has has pushed back on this and used his, his platform in order to defend our community because it, all the people that are a fan of his show will come out and support our community. And I think that that's wonderful. Yeah, and it's such a trend right now of the far right, which are not very creative, to really have this gaze against groomers' pervasiveness going against our community actually in the area that i live in in chelsea we have a new york councilman and mm -hmm. eric botcher he tweeted that people are calling themselves gays against groomers and vandalized the walls in his office what and also managed to get into his condo his apartment building yeah, that's and bad. actually like that gets crazy where they're going. That's scary. All, yeah, all because there was a story hour with drag queens at a New York City library in the neighborhood that I live in in Chelsea that they were protesting against. And so it's happening all across the country. And it's this trend that they're so boring because they just locked on to this groomer thing. And all drag queens are doing is spreading love, and that's yeah. why I'm so glad Mama Rue is out there. Me too. Speaking, yeah, you know, he does. RuPaul doesn't have to do any of this. He's got like millions and millions of dollars. <laughs> but I like that. You know, I'm glad that he is Mama Rue and Rue, yeah, you know, at the helm. <laughs> right, flying that flag. I I love it because Mama Rue really. I think that Mamaru really has to stick up for her her kids because they are on the front lines, yeah. and I think that it would I would kind of lose a lot of respect because immediately when I heard about all of these people protesting drag queens and things of that nature, my immediate response in, within myself was, "Where is RuPaul?" Because right, she's the preeminent drag queen supermodel of the world. Where are you, <laughs> Mama? Exactly. Oh so, yes, I need for I need for Mama Ru to be at the helm of this because she her voice is so important. Another thing is now that you bring up the the protesters at the council member and the council member's apartment building getting broken into. I watched a video, a, a live stream that he was doing during the protest, during the protest um, of Drag Queen Story Hour in Chelsea, which is where you live. I yeah. mean, I'm, I'm not trying to give out your address. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> but yeah. Many already have it, but go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I forgot who I was talking For to. For a good time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's right in our backyard. And it, you would think that New York City would be, is kind of sequestered from something like this, but it's yeah. not. It really is, is scary and shocking. And I, I was aghast because there was so much hate coming from this live stream and I couldn't comprehend it actually. And all this does is embolden actual child molesters because right. the eyes are on the people that aren't actually doing anything to harm children. They're doing they're on the people that are trying to uplift and teach children by reading them a book. That's ridiculous right. to me. It, it totally is. And by the way, parents let parents decide if it's appropriate for their children. Don't you decide? Many of these people, do you even have kids? And by the <laughs> way, groomer, I mean, no one's forcing any of these families or children to go to these. It's parents that are making the decisions for their children. So if you don't like it and you have kids, guess what? Don't bring them to get to Drag Queen Story Hour. It's Bloop. that simple. It's not That's like right. no one ever said they're bringing them into schools and that this is a part of the curriculum that we're going to now introduce drag queen story hour. Last I checked, this is elective yes. and you have a choice. But see, it's just the far right hatred 
And it goes along with our next story, which I can't even believe. We won't spend too much time because we don't like to talk too much about politics. But because we do live in New York City, there's a gay Republican who beat out a Democratic gay Mm -hmm. leader for the House of Representatives. And apparently people, we've talked a lot about this. We call out everybody. We called out a non-binary person that worked for that was elected to the human waste or excuse me human waste nuclear something (laughs) nuclear waste (laughs) removal (laughs) last week and this week we are calling out keeping them honest gay republican who just got elected like i said to the house of representative in new york george santos not just because he's Republican, because he's a liar. And this is according to the New York Times, who did an in-depth analysis on his resume and found out that many of the things that he reported on, like going to Baruch School, the school said he didn't go to that, working for Goldman Sachs and uh, other banks didn't. They said no record of him working for that. Said Mm -hmm. he started an animal rescue foundation. Nope, didn't do that. (laughs) Said that. What has he done? (laughs) Said that many of the people that worked in his office were actually affected, and some of them lost in the Pulse night shooting that happened at the Pulse nightclub a few a couple years ago. Nope, couldn't verify any of that. On and on with the lies, Cody. And it's just, I love drama and I love calling out people and more keeping them honest. And I just yes. think I recently talked about my best sex experience last week was with a Republican, a gay Republican. So I'm not, I can sleep with them and have, and have a good discourse. But if you, no, and we call out everybody. Yeah, the non-binary person that we called out last week. I think he was a Democrat. Oh, oh yeah, they, sorry, we called, they were. They, they, yeah, right. Yes. I see. I messed up. <laughs> so we're keeping them honest. Yes. And so, but absolutely, I couldn't wait to jump on this one, George yeah. Santos, and hey, I just can't wait to see where this goes. Yeah. <laughs> right. My first thought is, how are these people getting away with this, Sam? Brinted what lied about this about abuse for years and George Santos is lying about his entire resume I can't I can't even lie to any I can't lie to anybody I can't lie to my mama I can't lie to the to the IRS I can't Mm -hmm. lie to anybody and get away with it so I and you're gonna think that you're gonna run for office or hold a public position like sam brinton did and think that no one's going to check your work these days everybody checks everyone's work we've been talking recently on and on listeners have been weighing in about whether or not you could be a porn star on OnlyFans. and i think the one side that we i keep coming on is listen own what you do just be aware that people may come for you but if you as long as you own and stand your ground that's right no one can really come for you. I mean, you might lose a job here and there. I don't know, depending on the particular job. But it's about being honest with everybody. And I just think, you know, I, it's amazing to me that Sam Brenton and now George Santos, they're lying. And it's you, it's particularly when you run for office like this, it's like, mm-hmm. wow, the balls they have. It is, it's insane to me, especially like you said, in the information age where all of this information is right at your fingertips. Yeah. Anybody it's, could check this stuff out. Yeah. It's wild to me. So I think that all of the allegations towards George Santos are really quite serious. Uh, the things he, that they said about their resume as far as concerning their employment um, employment experience and their 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 education uh all of that could be overcome what really kind of gets me is that this person is benefiting off of someone else's tragedy that's when you yeah. basically go under the jail for me and and in the thought of public opinion the court of public opinion uh they are a wash. They are just done for as far as that goes. Well, and they're, they're representing us as as a country. They don't represent me. Oh wait, well, uh, no. <laughs> actually, Cody. Well, they represent New York, and I don't know if they're they're 
a part of the House of Representatives that are representing New York. So essentially, they are representing your state, which you reside in. I know you have nine homes in different places and 19 jobs, like you've stated before in past episodes. But currently, I have been lying. Maybe I could get away with it. Yeah, but keeping them honest. What is MJ saying, Cody? And MJ says, but Who's we're alive, by the way. What was where was his Democratic opponent opponent and the opposition research when all of this was easily discoverable? So what here he was Zimmerman last name Zimmerman was he said no the media they they were checking up on him and they did find a mm-hmm. lot of this stuff. I watched an interview this morning. However, the media did not pick up on him. There was, you know how the, it's everything comes in cycles and it didn't get traction enough, but he was trying. And I know I, I voted pretty much across the board democratic yeah, in, in the last thing. So I'm not sure if he was in our district vote to vote. Yeah. Was he in on our ballot, Cody? No, Probably. Yeah. You know what he was because it's elected to the house of representatives. So, he would have been on our ballot. I'm pretty sure, 100. percent Well, 90. I trust you. Well, we don't trust me too much. We're not scientists, gays, but we <laughs> are not, political gays. <laughs> we are kind of getting a little more political. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I wanted to make an announcement before I moved on, and I lost my train of. Oh, uh, MJ okay. says he represents parts of Queens and Nassau County. Uh, okay, so that's not us. Thank you very much for keeping us honest and real. Yeah, he doesn't really represent us. So we didn't vote. We didn't. He wasn't on our ballot, Cody. Yes. Well, yeah. Yeah. All right. That's okay. But we, oh, I can't wait to see how this plays out. You know, I love that kind of drama. All right. Moving on. We love giving advice. And we're about to give some major advice to some Redditors. By the way, you can always ask us for sex and relationship advice. And all you got to do is be honest with us and we will give you the god honest truth back at you simply go to our instagram page at tags podcast and dm us there or if you want to old school it go to tagspodcast.com and you can email us so let's get right into it cody right. um swimming hyphen bathroom wrote how do tops feel about hung bottoms i'm a hung top Ooh. Who likes fucking hung bottoms? I know there is bottoms that wear jock straps because they don't want their dicks seen or played with. Mm -hmm. I personally get turned on and want to dig deeper into a bottom if I see their semi-hard cocks jumping around. I think it's even hotter if the bottom is hung as well. I personally like jerking off my bottom while I fuck them, even though fucking them like they just have a... Should I say the word? Yes, say it. Go pussy, for it. Pussy and no dick is hot too. Okay, I just broke every Facebook rule, but that's okay. Hey, we're on YouTube and I don't think they care that much. We're sex podcasting. God damn it, let's go. All right. Let me just give my opinion here um, as falling into the hung bottom category. <laughs> Since all bets are off. Is it on your resume? <laughs> You know, I'm updating it right now as we speak. So okay, it goes the, the 2023 <laughs> version of it will include it. It'll be at the very top of it. Yeah. And I'm proud of it. And <laughs> I have always thought all my tops thought they're into it and think, yeah, it's a hot thing. I've heard some other friends of mine say they almost don't want to see, I don't want to see that Valerie cherish it where they don't even want to see the dick that much. Where do you fall in the spectrum? And I think it's a good thing. A hung bottom. Oh yes, I do. Th- I do too. I. But there was a time when I was intimidated by a bottom with a bigger dick than me. It was. Why? It was because I was younger. Lucy, please explain yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I was younger, and I feel like I. I feel. I felt like I was still kind of in those gender roles of oh. Those heteronormative gender roles, I should say. Were you projecting, Cody? I completely was. (laughs) I have since grown out of that because I am, you know, I'm a gay man. I enjoy being with a man. So I enjoy a man's form. And I I enjoy a large penis. I I can say with absolute 
firmness that I like a firm penis. So I <laughs> big, small, in between. I love them. I love them all. So bring, bring. Well, I have a boyfriend, so I <laughs> you can still enjoy and yeah. appreciate. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Well. From 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 a distance, I can. So yes, yes. Show, send me all the dick. No, don't send me any dick pics. I can't take that either. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's just a myth. That I mean, many of hung bottom, they might be versatile, but yeah, I think it's a silly thing to even get caught up in. I think yeah. it's just if if you have decided with your partner for that night or that evening or in the club or wherever you're doing it outside on the beach, <laughs> sex on the beach, that this is who you're with and you've just determined who's going to top and who's going to bottom or you're going to flip mm-hmm. like get out of your head and enjoy the moment. Yes. That person's clearly whether they're hung or not and wants to be pounded right now and it just get into the moment. I think you can get into your head about all that stuff and oh, yeah, definitely. yeah. What's oh, Bryce saying? I love Bryce it. Bryce is saying he thought that bottoms <clears throat> wore uh bottoms wore jock, jock straps during sex to show that they don't need to jerk off while getting fucked. Sort of a as a way to show how well they can take dick so i did not know that well that's a that's <laughs> viewpoint it's mostly to keep the balls in place well we, oh. i don't know we talked about this on cody on a recent episode i can't remember if we nixed it or not but we were gonna talk about or maybe we did about jock straps and who wears jock straps yeah. whether bottoms wear jock straps or tops and i think it, i know in our meeting for sure yeah. We definitely said tops like to wear jock straps too. I love but wearing one thing that I didn't say in our meeting is jock straps really came from the sport, the sports world. So yeah. to hold your junk, so everybody wore them in baseball, where I think they originated. Is that what because- we're calling it now? Well, no, it, they originated in <laughs> oh, sports. Oh, you mean actual sports. Actual sports to hold your junk together because as you're running around, it, you, you didn't want that thing flopping around. And so it really was from a, a, a practical point. I think us gays have really latched onto it, jockstrap night and all that kind of stuff. But I know plenty of top that like to wear them too because they're sexy. And yeah. many tops have sexy asses too. I appreciate a hot top with a sexy ass and he can simply pull it down and show me the goods and we can get busy. So I think that whole thing of who wears it and who doesn't is sort of not, I mean, I think anybody, a lot of tops, bottoms, we enjoy them because it's kind of, it's become a fashion sexy statement in my mind. I I love my beautiful big ass. I think they're, they're like my twin engines for, engines for when i'm fucking somebody so yep cali dad agrees oh my god we grew up in youth sports wearing jock straps yep xavier says it is mostly to keep balls in place right i think that's the original point of a jock strap and to protect to pro- your ball to protect them but to keep them in shape because as you were running it was just all over the place and this like held them together it's like a bra for your balls yeah but why do we- women wear bras because if they did it, they're all over the place. So it's holding them. It's it's some structure. So it's I can't believe we're breaking down what. But <laughs> when that's why you you have a cup in a jock strap too. Because that's ball, protection. Yes, where to hit the jock strap, then then it's protecting your balls. Yeah. Let's not forget cups. Absolutely. Yep. yep. I hear you. So yeah, but I think back to the topic at hand. Yeah, I think. You know, hung bottoms have their place. Absolutely. Get over it, person. Okay. Let's read this one that was not suitable for work. How do you stop yourself wanting more and enjoy great sex for what it is? Let me read it on because I know that didn't say a lot. This person writes, uh, lately I've been feeling horny quite a lot. I have a partner who I have great compatibility with. He's blessed down below. Okay. Back to that and loves fucking the living daylights out of me. Rough, hard, deep. However, there's a part of me that wants it rougher, harder, and deeper. Now I honestly can't expect much more from him. He already has a huge cock and I don't think he could physically fuck me any harder and deeper. I'm quite self-aware 
I love my partner and I'm very well aware that I'm super lucky to have landed such a super stud. I'm really happy and I know that the sex is already great. So you're kind of probably wondering where this is going, right? I know, right? <laughs> Let me pull it in and hit that that home run for you. Back to sports. I, who are you? <laughs> I don't know. I, I came to Oakland and all of a sudden, I'm, yeah. Anyway, and also, I know how getting carried away with pleasure-seeking can lead down a dark and dangerous path. So this guy's pretty self-aware, this mm-hmm. person. Yeah. I'm not much of a fan of toys, and I'm quite insecure. So introducing other people isn't part of the game i guess my question is here we go as he reels it in how can i enjoy our sex more as it is without wanting to constantly up the ante Mm. so this is somebody who's basically which i appreciate being really honest and saying they're an insatiable sexual appetite they're very they're very complimentary and in a realization that they have a good partner that's really satisfying them but they can't seem to help but want more. I don't know that they're really doing a good enough job of expressing what more would look like. He wants it faster, harder, and deeper, is what I heard. Yeah, but that sounds like a song. I mean, <laughs> what do you mean? It sounds like the person's giving it to them. Give me, I, give me, give me a man after midnight. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just think it's, it's, Somebody said in the so somebody said in the comment section maybe you should just try fisting because that really oh. and I've gone that down that road before and it can be intense and more deeper and harder and faster and all that stuff that you just said I was going to get into that rap song but I won't and so but he said no I'm not really into fisting so it's like do you really know what you want yeah and maybe you are kind of going down that dark path because if you have maybe it's just about changing the way you have sex with them and maybe it's about creating some fantasy and maybe the fantasy because it sounds like sex is good but maybe like you were saying the other day cody your boyfriend wants to often have what was it romantic sex or what was the word housewife sex housewife Get them off of the Bravo Network for crying out loud and stop watching those housewives. Hallmark. The Hallmark. Not Hallmark. No. And you're like, no, I want dirtier sex. And so what's your thoughts on this? Because I don't I don't know what advice. Well, first, um, Bryce says that there are penis extensions on on sex websites. So I think I think that's a very good option for this person because but i do agree with you that they don't necessarily know what they want i i would say try and they shot down so many things that i was going to actually suggest while they they said they don't want to they don't like toys they don't like introducing somebody else in fisting don't like they (laughs) they don't like anything really so yes figure out what it is you do like but also introduce some intimacy into because he he that's so maybe they need a little hallmark and housewife sex that they need to to subtract a little from your sex life and put it into theirs and you need to get a little harder faster rub it like a dip (laughs) hey hey (laughs) can we create a song with this let's do it i am ready harder faster hey (laughs) yeah introduce a little bit more intimacy into your romance and see where that puts you and where you feel because I think that that it when harder and faster is Sorry, not I was reading doing it one for of our you. comments. Yeah, <laughs> I saw <laughs> when it's not doing it for you. That means that there is something else that's missing from your sexual life and your sexual journey. So it, it, you really need to do some self exploration to figure out what that is, basically. And first steps first, oh, it is Xavier. No, ma'am. <laughs> read it, read it. Xavier says they should just get married. That usually kills the libido. Oh, that is so horrible. <laughs> he wants to amp it up, though. That's the thing. But he's at a lack of really expressing what that really is, right? Yeah. I do think, though, and we always got to, we've said this before, kudos to him for putting it out there. And questioning it and getting some responses back. And I didn't go through all of, you know what I mean? And I think putting it out there to get some feedback where he's at 
And he also, I appreciate where he said, I don't want to find myself going down a dark path of, because we all know how sometimes you can go down a dark path of sex too, where it can lead to just some darker. I've been there. It's, yeah, it's just, you know, and I think we need to. to say kudos to him for putting it out there and questioning and maybe he'll come to the realization that he has it good and he'll come up with something that works for him or communication that will keep it going on and high for them but yeah i don't know it's kind of an interesting one because he definitely knows what he doesn't want and so oh yeah. he knows that in spades he knows yeah <laughs> All righty. Well, this has been so much fun. I want to remind everyone, thanks everyone for playing and thanks for our studio audience during this holiday season. We really enjoyed it this year. A couple things I want to tell you about is looking at a projection for 2023, we are going to be having a lot of special guests coming in pretty much every week in the new year, not in January, but February. We're booking a lot of guests, some that have been on the show that you'll recognize and some new guests um, every week because we want to open this up and we want more of you guys to benefit from a larger conversation of sex positivity. And that's our goal as we project for 2023. I also want to remind you that next week we are taking the week off and it's kind of our holiday. And so the 28th, we will be off. Um, so, but there is a brand new Tags podcast dropping next Tuesday. So check that out. You can always go to tagspodcast.com to get all information. And you can follow my co-host, Cody Maurice Doggett, as he's a life coach. Follow him on Instagram at KMD Coaching. KMD Coaching are on his personal account on Instagram, Mr. Maurice, Mr. Maurice. Follow me at I am underscore Steve V on Instagram. And then, of course, as I'll be in the Bay Area in San Francisco, I'll be posting some stuff. So check that out. And of course, follow the show at Tags Podcast on Twitter at Tags Podcast on TikTok at Tags Podcast. It's really easy at Tags Podcast. And of course, go to our website, tagspodcast.com for everything related to Tags Podcast. There it is. Thanks, guys. There it is. MJ says, fun to be with you guys live. Have a great night. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. Thank you, Bryce. Thank you, everyone. Feliz Navidad. I love Feliz that. Feliz Navidad. Can you yeah. sing us out, Cody? Feliz Navidad. <laughs> Feliz Navidad. Yes, you better sing. We want to wish you a Merry Christmas as the lyrics go. And in the meantime, continue having hot Hot gay sex. sex. Happy Hanukkah. Absolutely. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Yes. All of. Yes. <laughs>